Welcome to Texas History Lessons. I'm Michael. And this is kind of a little bit of an impromptu, unplanned episode that I decided to go ahead and record real quick. It's going to be a short episode. And I'm going to do a little housekeeping, make a correction, give an update on the TSHA lawsuit, and a couple other things. You know, I have another episode planned, but I've uh, been a little bit under the weather and uh, not up to uh, really doing something that involved. But the so the first order of business, though, is to admit a pretty, pretty bad, yet unintentional, but it's still pretty bad mistake. And it's kind of an evidence of the hazards of podcasting. Now, as I've been talking about on several past episodes, we've been talking about this TSHA, Texas State Historical Association, controversy in the lawsuit, and some of the things that have been focused on. And what, at the center of it, you've got J.P. Bryan, you've had uh, Nancy Baker Jones and other people. And there's also the Texas uh, historian that I've mentioned several times. And do you remember what his name is? Some of you probably already knew I was saying his name wrong. Walter L. Binger is his name. I was kept saying Bunger over and over. And finally somebody came and said, hey, uh, you know, uh, that's not how you pronounce the guy's name. So I recently learned I've been saying his name wrong. And uh, can't really go back. I mean, I could, I guess, but it'd, it'd take a lot of effort pulling down the episode and uh, correcting, inserting the right pronunciation. So uh, so from here on out, I'm going to try to remember to say it correctly. You know, it's just one of those things that happens. It is spelled B-U-E-N-G-E-R, but it is not pronounced Bunker. It is Binger or something along those lines. It's an honest mistake. It's one of those hazards of podcasting. An example of what happens when you take a word or a name that you've only read and never heard and say it out loud. You know, I've never met Dr. Binger, and if I have, and I probably have heard it pronounced correctly. It just slipped my mind. It's one of those things that I did screw up. It's not the first time, and it won't be the last. So, a uh, big apology to Dr. Binger. I doubt if he's ever going to hear this, so I guess it didn't really hurt him. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I got the name wrong. And a very big thank you to the kind person who brought this error to my attention. It's not the end of the world, but, you know, we strive to be accurate as best we can, and I, I kind of dropped the ball on that one by not making sure I had it right. Um, but that that's one of the funny things. Names are hard sometimes if you don't have anybody around saying it. Uh, next, I'd like to take a minute and give an update on the Texas State Historical Association lawsuit that I focused somewhat on in the last few episodes here. As I said in an earlier episode, the parties involved were scheduled for mediation before going to trial. And that mediation occurred on August 23rd, 2023, down in Houston, or up in Houston, depending on where you are in the state or in the world. And as a result of that mediation, there's not going to be a trial. That fear of an ugly trial is gone. 
And the settlement appears, like I said, this is just the information I've got. I'm not involved. Um, but the settlement does appear to be a big victory for uh, Texas State Historical Association Director J.P. Bryan. And it's a, it's a victory for his goal and others' goal to establish balance as they see it on the board of directors for the association between academics and non-academics. Another result of the mediation is the immediate resignation of Texas State Historical Association President Dr. Nancy Baker Jones, who is the target of the lawsuit. In addition to her resignation, Secretary Dr. Stephanie Cole is immediately resigning, and their positions will be filled by non-academics. You know, I don't know either of them, but uh, nothing but the best and best wishes to them. Um, I'm sure this has not been a pleasant few months for them. Um, when you know you're 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 involved in Texas history and uh, you think you're doing something good, and th- then something like this happens. You know. Aside from that, Judge Ken Wise, who is host of the award-winning. Wise About Texas podcast, and who has been a vice president, or I should say he was serving as vice president of the association, he will fill the role of president for the remainder of Jones's unexpired term, and then that's going to be followed by him having his own full term. He was already scheduled to become the next Texas State Historical Association president. This was already Something that was going to happen, it was going to happen in March, um, but this settlement basically accelerated his uh, process of leadership change, and he is now the president of the association, and, you know, it's going to, it makes Judge Wise's schedule a lot busier, much earlier than he had expected it would be, and he's told me that he intends to focus on the official mission of the association and to continue to help build it. And it's my hope that Judge Wise leads in such a way that brings the lovers of Texas history together to work on the association's mission of fostering the appreciation, understanding, and teaching of the rich and unique history of Texas, and by example and through programs and activities, encourage and promote research, preservation, and publication of historical material affecting the state of Texas. That's the official mission of the Texas State Historical Association. Another little bit of business related to the association is that Dr. Rick McCaslin will become the Texas State Historical Association's Director of Publications. And Dr. McCaslin is a historian. He's been a professor, recently retired from what I understand. He's been a professor of history at the University of North Texas up in Denton. It's a great school, great graduate program there, history program. Um, He, uh, from what I understand, he became a TSHA fellow in 2006. He has served on the board of directors in the past from 2014 to 2017. And he has worked as a former book review editor for the Association Southwestern Historical Quarterly 
In addition to all of this good stuff, he's written or edited 20 books, including a really great one, um, Tainted Breeze, The Great Hanging at Gainesville, Texas, October of 1862. That won a Tullus Award. For all I know, it could be Tullus. It's probably, I'm saying Tullus. There we go, another word I've never heard said. But He's also wrote another book uh, that I'm, I'm interested in reading that uh, got him nominated for the Pulitzer. And he won a Laney Prize and a Slatin Award, and it's Lee in the Shadow of Washington. And he's also got another book, Fighting Stock, John S. Ripford of Texas, which got a Pate Award and a Bates Award. And, you know, he's kind of appropriate that he's involved with the association because he wrote the book on the history of the association. At the Heart of Texas, 100 Years of the Texas State Historical Association, 1897 to 1997. And for that book, he was awarded the Award of Merit from the Texas Philosophical Society. And he's written other books in addition to that. And he has been a participant and attendee regularly for years at different TSHA events, including the annual meeting, San Jacinto Symposium, Texas History Day. He's done Texas Talks, Texas Quiz Show, and uh, the Texas Independence Relay in past years. And if you're interested in, you know, go check out his books. But if you're interested in Dr. McCaslin's work and his approach to history, I found a really, really good interview with him. You can read it, the text transcript of it online, or you just listen to it. It's available on podcast as a podcast episode, or it's available also just on the website of the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at the University of North Texas. And there was an interview he did with Susan Supak, and it's on the OLLI at UNT podcast. Or, as I said, you can just go to the uh, website for that institute, and they have a lot of other great faculty uh, interviews on there. You know, so you know, I've read a lot about the importance of these events and the controversies that the. Uh, Texas State Historical Association, and I've shared some of the concerns that people have had about what's happening behind the scenes, and some have argued that this outcome is what is necessary for saving Texas history. Others have worried that this outcome will lead to its decline. We'll see in the coming months, but, you know, personally, I believe that as long as there are people like all of you out there and teachers like Sam Pareto teaching social studies and Texas history and that care about it. And there are individuals that are interested in history and preserving the stories of Texas and all of their complexity and wonder. And as I've said before, Texas history, the good and the bad, the ugly and the beautiful, then Texas history will endure. It's not been a pleasant thing to witness, and I know for the people involved it could not have been a pleasant thing to be involved in. The history of it will be written someday. All I have done is try to share what's been available out there concerning this. And speaking of people that love Texas history, I want to say a very public thank you to, I mentioned Sam Pareto. He's been listening for forever 
and uh, he is a he's a school teacher, and from what I gather, he's he's definitely dedicated, and he's a good one. And uh, I also want to say thank you to Michael Sullinger. I hope I said your name correctly, Michael. At least I got the first part of it right, since we share that. Uh, Michael has written me a few emails over the last several months, a couple. And, you know, he shared his thoughts and interest in history and how it connects to his own past and, you know, at the time of life where he wants to look back. And the history is helping with that, you know. And he's offered some kind words of condolence. Uh, and, you know, just... I value the opinions that he has shared with me. And, uh, you know, I look forward to hearing more from him in the future, if he cares to do that. If you want to share your thoughts, ideas, or opinions about anything, you can by either visiting TexasHistoryLessons.com and clicking the contact link, or just send me an email at TexasHistoryLessons at gmail.com. That's all connected lowercase texas history lessons at gmail.com do not be upset if i don't respond to you quickly i get to uh, my correspondence through email as fast as i can but sometimes there is a delay as i know some people can attest it's not intentional it's just that life is busy and since i'm on the uh, role of recommending things be sure to listen to Melvin E. Edwards' great podcast, Real Life and Other Fantasies, a storytelling podcast. I've been listening to it. He's got some great interviews with people where people tell their stories. And, you know, the process of learning never ends. And you, we can learn through listening to other people. And a re really great uh, start. I think he's about six episodes in now. And I'm looking forward to what he does with this. And, uh, you know, I'm going to end this episode with a song by the great artist J.R. Tully. He lives down in around the San Antonio area. If you like this song, be sure to check out more of his music. And from what I understand, an album is in the works. And I someday I hope to have J.R. join me for an episode. But if you want to learn some more about him, Go listen to a couple of episodes he's been on uh, with Blake on Texas River Tonk. Those are always uh, enjoyable. Get some good music and get some good talking and learning about some people and what's going on with them. And then go listen to all the other episodes along with going and checking out uh, Aaron Bentley and how he gets into so many deep thoughts with artists on off mic, off the record. And I have one more recommendation. Don't forget to listen to my friend Josh on the wild West extravaganza podcast. He just hit a million downloads and he's now part of the into history subscription channel. You can listen to him anyhow on whatever, wherever you want to, but if you don't want ads, you can go to into history at dot supercast.com and go learn about this subscription channel of podcasts. Lots of the history related podcasts are involved with this and you get a lot of bonus content. It's made by history lovers for history lovers. And it gives you access to hundreds of ad free history episodes. Plus, plus exclusive curated feeds. There's a weekly newsletter and a community hub to keep the conversation going after the episode's end.
see there, I just did an ad for free because, and I did, I share and do these things because I, I love the people that are involved with it and I love what they're doing. And I just want to share it for what it's worth. But hey, you know, if you want to sponsor something on this podcast, zip me an email. I'll consider it. But no, we're going to finish this episode with J.R. Tully and uh, check him out. Uh, the theme music is by Derek McClendon. And thanks to him, check out his music. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it. Take care of yourself. Take care of one another. Be kind. Adios. Pain in the tall grass. Sway in the tall grass. Lay in the tall grass. Stay in the tall grass. Can't kill the cat yourself, son. Can't kill the cat yourself. Gotta be already dead What your grandma said Can't kill the cat yourself Stick it in a boiling pot, son Drop it in a boiling pot Just the bones all left No fur, no flesh Drop it in a boiling pot
Stay in the tall grass.